There is so much information being shared regarding COVID-19 safety. Processing it all is a challenge. With the latest CDC advisory regarding mask wearing, personalizing your safety decision-making will take some real paying attention. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Almost lost in this info mix is, should you contract COVID-19, there's a real effective treatment utilizing monoclonal antibodies that is very much available at little or no cost. Also, with schools beginning to require vaccination prior to returning this fall, when is the best time to receive the shots? And with people beginning to drift back to work into enclosed office settings, what common sense precautions does one need to know? Helping us sort it all out, we do another touch base house call with the Director of Medicine for the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, Dr. Eric France. With the latest information about wearing masks and not wearing masks, all this is coming down to is that people have to be responsible for their own health and to pay attention to what's going on so they can make a good decision for themselves to stay safe. I think that's what we got to do now. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, the other thing I might add is that people have an opportunity to be kind and respectful of others, too. So uh, wearing a mask is about protecting oneself and protecting others. But now we might be asked by a store owner, could you please wear a mask? Uh, or we may find ourselves in a situation where we're entering a facility where they still want us to wear masks. So show kindness and respect by carrying a mask in your pocket, even over the summer months, though you might not be wearing it or using it very much. Just be ready to pull it out if, if you're asked to in those kinds of situations. That's for sure. Now, there are uh, uh, reasons, some real additional reasons for getting the vaccine shot that a lot of people are probably wanting to to gloss over now. Those who have immune situations, uh, those are the ones that really need to keep stay masked up and keep all the protocols going. For example, I guess I can start with those who have had transplants or cancer chemotherapies and dialysis. Those Those people, I think, are Uh, need to probably keep the protocols going. Yeah, and we need to be thinking about them as we're out and about. Uh, We want to be sure that our friends and neighbors and strangers are protected, and we'll be walking by folks who may have serious immune-compromising conditions like a transplant or recent chemotherapy for for a cancer. Uh, Those folks themselves, of course, should talk with their doctors about being vaccinated. They're at high risk for severe COVID, and so it would be important that they get vaccinated. Um, And we don't know when we might be crossing paths with people with those kinds of medical conditions. Being vaccinated leads to um, a service to others in that I am not going to shed virus and get them sick if I'm in a store, if I'm in um, an indoor event, a business event, and I just don't know who those people are. So if, if, if you choose not to be vaccinated or if you've only been partially vaccinated, you should be wearing a mask in these kinds of places. So if you did happen to have COVID, you wouldn't spread it to the people at high risk. That advice would also go for those who are living with AIDS or maybe taking some AIDS preventative uh, medications. That's right. I think there are people who are at high-risk conditions, and um, some of that is defined by disease, 
Some of it is defined by age. Thankfully, 85% of people 70 and older in Colorado have had at least one shot. We know that age group is at the highest risk. Then there are a variety of people who have diabetes, heart conditions, immune conditions, transplant cancer histories, um, who are all at higher risk than the general population. Uh, and I'm hopeful that the large majority of them have been vaccinated at this time. Especially those who are having type or who are having to deal with type 1 or type 2 diabetes for sure. You know, they really, really need to make sure that they're vaccinated or otherwise they can have even more complications. That's right. There's one thing I wanted to ask you about that just came up, too. In India, I don't know if you've heard about it. You probably have um, a COVID-19-related uh, a problem called the black fungus. And But if you're vaccinated, you're okay against that. But if not, apparently uh, it can be pretty lethal. Oh, I have to admit, I have not heard about the black fungus. It's a terrible tragedy what we're seeing in India. There is a, a variant of COVID from India that is in Mesa County out in Grand Junction. We have some cases of it there. Uh, it may be more transmissible. I think the real uh, terrible news stories we're seeing and hearing about of India is probably as much, if not more, about lacking medical care systems, lacking hospital beds, oxygen, as it is about anything about the actual virus itself. I'm not worried that the Indian variant in the U.S. would ever create similar issues because we're, we're all getting vaccinated and we have really strong hospitals. And so um, that isn't the worry, but it, it certainly is a tragedy um, that India is it, it lacks the resources it needs at, between vaccine and just um, hospital resources to take care of people there. But one of the things you just said too, was that a variant was found in a Colorado County and if they're not traveling internationally. Is that a sign that some of these variants in other countries, uh, they can mutate here just as well, and we're coming up with maybe our own version of the same thing? Yeah, that's, that's a possibility. It would be unusual with the high level of travel that exists in the world today, um, Variants can quickly move from one country to another. And, and, and now in Colorado, the dominant virus is a variant that was first found in the United Kingdom and then came to the U.S. through travel. I think, too, the cases uh, uh, that are of the variant seen from India in Colorado are likely from travel rather than the unusual luck to have two two places mutate in the same way. Um, mm. We're almost back to our normal travel patterns in Colorado when it comes to driving and and interacting. And so that, of course, is a signal that we're getting back to business as usual, and it means that there'll be more opportunity for people to spread COVID-19. The current version in Colorado, this this B117, first seen in the United Kingdom, 
making up over 70% of the virus we have here, is more transmissible, causes more illness when you get sick, and it's spreading in, in, in adults and children. And the good news is that it's responsive to vaccinations. The vaccine prevents you from getting sick from it. So just one more of many reasons that we should all be vaccinated. Yes, you just spoke of people uh, getting out more. Um, there's a lot of pressure for people to go back to the office now. So I guess my next question is what common sense precautions can they take uh, if they're considering going back to an office, which is an enclosed space, um, not only getting there, but being there, maybe going out to lunch, uh, what kinds of things do you recommend they do just to keep themselves safe? I would say that I would remind first everybody that if you are unvaccinated or partially vaccinated, you should be wearing a mask when you're indoors. If you've been vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask when you're indoors. Um, If you are facing the public, like the Department of Motor Vehicles engaging people all the time, um, hospitals, residential care facilities, they may ask you to always wear a mask when you come in because they want, of course, keep their employees safe. Uh, And so um, wear a mask if you've not been vaccinated. Um, You may work with a core group of people and um, it will be up to the, the employers to decide Um, you know, what their own policy would be. It might be that I know all my colleagues happen to be people who are vaccinated. I don't ask them directly. It's personal information. Uh, If they're not, if they're all vaccinated, we don't need to be wearing a mask in the room. Um, But if we're concerned, if we have young children at home and we haven't been vaccinated ourselves and we don't want to get it and then bring it to kids, we should be wearing our mask probably at the restaurant it's still going to be safer to be sitting outdoors than sitting indoors um if you're not wearing a mask in particular um so uh i I look at my summer ahead as a as a good as something to look forward to uh getting together with friends uh at restaurants uh dinner parties uh outdoor activities indoor activities and um Where I'm comfortable, I won't wear my mask. Where I feel a little uncomfortable because there's a lot of people inside, um, I might wear a mask. So um, it it will be a transition period, and we'll all have to make our way through it the best way we can and the way is most comfortable for each of us. Is that the best way to approach this summer as a transition? We figure out what's going to be best for us to do. We try to keep the virus spread under control so that when we get to 22, things will be a lot more open and we can create a new normal there. But if we don't uh, continue to uh, take precautions, uh, then next winter can be almost as tough as last winter. I hope that's not the case. I hope that we have a summer like last summer with low rates of disease. This will be different, however, because it's because such a high percent of Coloradans will have been vaccinated. 57% of Coloradans that are eligible have had at least one dose, 
and half of Coloradans have completed their doses. Um, I'm hopeful that the summer will be a time where with warm weather, the virus disappears into the background to a degree. We continue to get everybody uh, vaccinated and we focus our time to the fall, how to be best prepared at the work setting, at schools, in hospitals for the potential of some form of return of COVID next October. I yeah, don't quite yeah. know what it will look like, but I want to be as prepared as possible. Yeah, that is for sure. Finally, the one other thing I wanted to ask you about, if you contract COVID, something that's gotten not gotten very much attention anyway, uh, treatment, monoclonal antibodies, how do those work? Mm. And I understand that if you are treated with them, that there may be little or no cost to have that uh, accomplished. Yeah, over the last year, there's been a development of a new treatment that seems to be very effective. Uh, our body, when infected with a virus, fights it off by making these things called antibodies. And these antibodies attach themselves to the viruses, and then the virus is destroyed by our body. And scientists have figured out how to make those antibodies against the COVID virus. And if someone is positive for COVID, they have a COVID-positive test, and it's early in their illness, they can get a treatment through an IV that infuses these antibodies. Um, yeah. And that reduces, those antibodies then attack the virus and then reduce your illness. And President Trump, I think, had uh, these treatments when he became ill and talked about how much better he felt after being treated. Uh, and we do hear that story, that people seem to feel much better. It is available at no cost for the drug in Colorado. We have a treatment homepage at the Department of Public Health and Environment that has a map that shows you over 30 different places that you can go to receive a treatment if you need it. Uh, so if you have certain high-risk conditions like diabetes or you're older 65, you have heart conditions, uh, and you have a positive COVID test, then you are eligible for one of these treatments. And I would strongly recommend you talk to your doctor about them or look on our website to see where you can go uh, and so that you can get one of these treatments early in your illness. It prevents hospitalizations and it prevents um, serious disease. We do thank Dr. Eric France, Chief Medical Officer for the Colorado Department of Health and Environment, for being our guest again for this edition. I'm Anna Morgan. Do keep in touch with us. Stay on your game. And when going out, mask up anyway. Keep your distance as the virus is still circulating. And we do thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.